Welcome back. And we're back in the stew. Mm-hmm. Episode 73. Three. Excuse my uh, chair rocking. Yeah, excuse you. Yeah. Zane. hell? It's like, it's like you're sitting on a recliner. So rude. Or something. Dude. If you're going to be this rude, maybe. Yeah. God. Throw up them hands, boy. Throw up them motherfucking hands. You won't even see him, bro. Quick like lightning. What you gonna do? <laughs> Just punches himself. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that shit, though? There's a, I saw a video of a boxer the other day who went for an uppercut and totally missed the guy. <laughs> Caught himself right in his own chin. Oh, what? God. <laughs> like, that was a full turnaround? Oh, it was super brutal. How do you even do that? Here, I'll pull up the video for you. Boxer punches. Just has so much like momentum to it that he. Well, he was doing a um. He was going for a really. T- oh, close... it's Tyson Fury. Yeah, he was going for a really close um uppercut. I'll cut the audio so we Dude, don't. Dude, Tyson Fury stories. So we amazing. don't get sued. Yeah, Tyson Fury, a grade A boxer. You see that? Look, he tries to go for the reach, but like tightens it up. Oh, hits himself shoot. right in the bridge of his nose. Bo- Dude. Skidoosh. Oh my god. <laughs> Brutal. Could you imagine getting punched by yourself in your Tyson Fury? <laughs> Even he's like, Jesus, that's, that's that was peak. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's peak artist right there. Artist. Oh my that god. man had one of the most brutal fights of all time. It was after he had uh, his problems with alcohol and drugs, right? And then he uh, made the rebound and he went up against... Uh, who was it? Very inspirational story. Why do I want to say, was it Deontay Wilder when he went up against him for the second time? Not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's crazy stuff, though. Speaking of crazy shit, I... Uh, do you see this guy texting you? Yeah, what are you doing? What bro? are you writing, bro? I'm not. You think our viewers tune in to watch you hop <laughs> on your phone? Yeah, they enjoy it, right? Yeah. They, <laughs> no, they, he's they're really enjoying looking at he's the He's actually searching head. something. No, I'm, something I'm searching up. something really funny up. And I, I would rather credit the source, but okay, if I, I can't can find it... That. I if I cannot that. find it, whatever. Then it's forever lost. But speaking of crazy shit. It's hard to find a tweet sometimes. A couple yeah. days ago. That's why you um, bookmark it. A story dropped out of. Nowhere. Southeast Asia. <laughs> dude, this guy looks like the Asian Sylvester Stallone, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right, dude. <laughs> he really does. He does not have the fit, but he has the face. The face is there for uh. sure. And the king of Thailand, or better yet, reported by. Or it's on Yahoo News, but I believe it originally came from the Daily Beast. And it's the headline reads, King of Thailand <laughs> reportedly accused of breaking sister's ankles after she questions plan to name second queen. <laughs> now, this is, I'm horrible for laughing. Yeah, at I, this, shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh. But it's insane. <laughs> well, that's the funny part. Is that what? But okay. Like, really? That's well, what you jumped to? Wait, wasn't this the same guy? Who quarantined with a bunch of like whores? I think so. Or a bunch of models. <laughs> the like, same motherfucker. He quarantined with like I think wasn't it like twelve or thirteen like drop dead gorgeous models? Yeah. And he's like, this is for national security. <laughs> <laughs> Quarantine. Okay. Oh my god. But this guy is crazy shit, right? Yeah. So he has a uh, was it consulate if I remember correctly, or is a con was it consort? Excuse me. The Thai nobility has recently been alive with rumors that King Maha X is set to elevate his official consort. Yeah, no way. Uh, Sininat. Try pronouncing that. Sininat Koi Wangvaj 
va- Wong, Wong Vaj. Oh, that's the Wong Vaj, brother. But it is, uh, it <laughs> is Wong Vaj. He's not wrong. It's Wong Vaj. Bro. What, by the way, it's W-O-N-G-V-A-J-I-R. Wong Vaj. Rapakdi. Wong Vaj. Wong Wong Vajirapakdi. This is going to yeah, turn into a whole show of us mispronouncing people. <laughs> it's the Wong Vaj. Do a little bit. <laughs> Good stuff. You uh, got it. <laughs> okay, but yeah. So yeah. So essentially, just call her the, Koi. The king. Yeah, we'll call we'll call the consort the consort Koi. Yes. And then the king, we'll just call him Maha. There we go. And I don't know if it's Maha or Maha, but Ma King Maha. Wanted to elevate. <laughs> He's pronouncing all so. His, okay. his official consort Koi to the status of full queen. Now, the king's sister, residing as princess, had kind of a problem with that. Why? Because if I'm not mistaken, the country already has <laughs> broken her wrists as a residing. Queen. <laughs> I'm done, dude. Okay. And yeah. this princess. <laughs> Has a problem with it. She doesn't agree that this outside of the family or whatever is going to get access to this, right? And so the brother was like, oh, really? Oh, you got a problem with this, all right? How about a problem with walking? And then just, just according to the article, either repeatedly beat her with a cane. Oh, my God. Or my or, favorite move. <laughs> or repeatedly jumped on her legs until both of her ankles broke. Oh. My God, dude! That I cannot. Is nobility. How is that the first thought in your head, dude? Bro, that is the like... leader of your country. <laughs> I'm gonna break your fucking ankles. <laughs> some mafia shit. It's not even some mafia shit, dude. What do you mean? It's uh, like, give me the money, or I'm gonna blow out your fucking kneecaps. Yeah, like, you know literally. What I'm no, I'm trying to imagine him setting his, uh, say, his sister, his yeah. sister's legs up on like a. Like a downward, uh, I don't incline. know, like no, an incline, dude, decline. Just, just yeah. not put her on the stairs, curb stomp her ankle. And oh him God. just going God, dude, two that is... feet onto her ankle. Or, dude. I mean, maybe he just knocked her down and stomped on her ankles till they broke, which is Can you also go down horrific. Dude, all yeah. she did was question the plan to name the second queen. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the king in the court or whatever. She can't even walk, dude. It's, it's fucking, it's ridiculous, dude. Wait, wait, it's there's so another, crazy. there's another complex name. In <laughs> oh, fact, he alleges Jesus. a furious row erupted during the meeting yeah. and she was knocked over by one of Vajira Longcorn's dogs. No, that's, um... Damn, I'm actually crying. I believe... <laughs> <laughs> McGregor Marshall? Bro. We, this, we should not be laughing at this. I know, like, I know. Genuinely terrible. But it's just, it's it just, it's mind-boggling how Dude, that's what is the it? first thought. What is up with these names? Chula Longcorn Hospital? Thailand. <laughs> It's just bizarre for us to read. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure when you hear it in Taiwanese, it makes perfect sense. But when you read it back in English, that it's a lot of consonants. It's mm, a lot, yeah, a lot of consonants, a lot of vowels together. Long last name. Am I the only one who thinks it's stupid that we still have like the king queen designation? You mean like a monarchy? Basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's it is kind of ridiculous. I was thinking about the same thing with like empires and do empires even exist yet or anymore? I feel like there's yeah, yeah the Chinese Empire. The China. You know that's actually a good question. That's I'll a, Google that. That is a good question. I mean, can you call the U.S. an empire? Um, yeah. no, no. Why not? Um, because there's technical definition. It's a free to country. It? Yeah, well, not because it's a free country. <laughs> it's a free but country. It's just the way that we uh, elect like our democratic official. We have 
it's a, de- a democracy. Uh, yeah, democracy, yeah. Remember? huh? Remember? Because yeah. it's for the people. The capitalist democratic society. Today, there are no empires, at least not officially. Okay. So, no. So, it's probably just designated, like, islands. It embraces its imperial destiny. Oh, my God, man. That was funny. Then not really, but that made me laugh really hard. Oof, now my eyes burn. Well, that's comedy, dude. You laugh at, like, some of the most <clears throat> fucked up stuff. That's true. Saeed likes it when a princess, the princess of Thailand gets people's yeah. <laughs> for disagreeing <laughs> with their brother. <laughs> In reality, he's... Can you imagine if you... You went home. Your sister's there, right? Yeah. Like, she came over to visit or whatever, yeah. right? You walk in. She's like, hey, like, how do you think I look in this picture? Like, I'm going to post it on <laughs> Instagram. I just you, curb stop you, look at, you look at the picture, you're like, you know what? I I don't think that's your angle. And then she just takes yeah. a baseball bat to your ribs. Hold on. It's a shit out of you. Yeah. like, you like the picture now? What about this? What about you, this angle? Are you questioning my name? <laughs> God, dude. Oh, Jesus. Thailand, what are you doing? What's going on down there? Let's I don't go. know, man. I don't know about that. It's That's funny some... stuff. That's some gangster stuff. That's some. It's like if Game of Thrones had a baby with the Sopranos. Yeah, like, straight up. That's what if... And the Mongols. <laughs> with just a dash of House of Cards. But you can't talk about that show anymore because Kevin Spacey ruined yeah, it. I know. Did they, did they stop that show after him? No, they made a new season. But he's not in it. No, he is definitely not in it. But I think if I, I, you know what? I wouldn't even call this a spoiler warning because I watched like maybe half of the first episode. And I think it was something like he got murdered. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, And then I think she ended up being like the president or something like like a very high up position. I don't remember. But Mm. I remember reading that uh, a bunch of his accusers are somehow ending up dead after they accuse him. Like, uh, all of a sudden, it's very interesting. If you look at, yeah. um, there's, like, some meme pages that posted it a while back. And it was, um, like, just a whole bunch of headlines or articles yeah. and stuff like that. And it was about how um, Kevin, or it's, like, just Kevin Spacey's accuser wound up dead in, like, a bus crash. Or, like, wound up dead in their home. Yeah. Had a heart attack. Had an aneurysm. Just a chain like, of deaths. such random, like, so many of his accusers allegedly died mm. like after watching week, like days or weeks after yeah. they had come out and said that and after watching seven it, it kind of hits different oh my god <laughs> one Spacey. of my favorite one of the best movies out you've there. seen it right seven yeah one oh yeah Brad Pitt great, and kevin yeah. spacey yeah it's a great movie what's in the box uh, <laughs> what's in the box come on come on man what's in the box, <laughs> man Dang. I like Brad Pitt, but I'm sorry. That was one of the weirdest deliveries of his career. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It did work. Yeah, it got the job done. Don't yeah. get me wrong. He got the job done. <laughs> hey, Rick. He really got the job done in seven. <laughs> Shut up, Marty. <laughs> no. Um, that was a great movie, though. It really was. But it brings me to the story of the week. <laughs> I don't know how. how. Science okay. topic of the week. So I'm going to start off by saying I don't know how some people think, how some people can just immediately trust sources and stories online. I'm sorry, when you said <laughs> I don't know how people think, I was this close to saying they use their brain. But continue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> continue. yeah, good thing I uh, let off with that. But uh, <laughs> I missed my opportunity. My yes, bad. you did. But why but, do yeah. people think how they use their brains to believe bullshit? Well... Here's the thing. So I was, uh, I was on Twitter. <laughs> That's how it always starts. Yeah. Wonderful start to a terrible story. But um, 
Basically, it was a question. The question went like this. How do you pronounce this word? C-H-I-L-E. I'll give you a moment to think about it. If you said Chile, you are incorrect. Apparently, it's pronounced child. No, no. <laughs> okay. I was, already, I was already like, huh, when yeah. I was reading it. Okay. Because, you know, me being an American, I assume they're going to say chili. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Something stupid yeah. like chili that. Chili sauce. Chili or chili. Chili. Or just, you know, try to be, you know, freaking uh, cultural appropriation. Chile. Chile. Um, but yeah. So then the story went like this. <laughs> During slavery in 1999, <laughs> there was... Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did, you hear? Big jump. Did you hear that? Yeah. In slavery. Yeah, in 1999. <laughs> immediately, I was just like, oh God. I immediately just like stopped reading this story and I went into the comments. People were like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. And I, I was like, I know, right? <laughs> but they were saying unbelievable as this story is true and i'm like come on guys do you not know basic history do you know what happened in 1999 i was playing i was playing n64 dude. <laughs> there was no slavery i was being born yeah i was literally so well there was probably now, slavery but not to the extent of like yeah past that's, generations. That's, why, like that's why i'm asking like what kind of slavery are we talking about yeah do we mean I'll, it in the I'll, sense I'll, of what we all I'll, think, yeah i'll get like, there I'll get sex there. Sex trafficking or no, like child. I'm talking about exactly how Abraham Lincoln tried to end it. Okay. Like so that kind of stuff. You mean. Or whatever. How most people would traditionally yeah. think of slavery. Traditional mm -hmm. slavery. Yes. Well, whatever it was back back then. We're talking 60s, 50s, 40s, below, you know? No, like. You farther mean, than that. Farther than way, that. Yeah. Well, a while before that. Below. But. That's, a, that's segregation. That's a whole other really yeah. big topic to go into. Yeah. But anyway, so the story went like this. Uh, from what I remember, I went back and started reading more of the story because I was already baffled at like people believing that slavery existed in 1999. Mm -hmm. You know, to the to the extent of what the story was about to head to. So the story went. Apparently, there was a kid that was um, a slave in America. Okay, and he managed to escape and swim from New York. Okay. Mm -hmm. All the way to Chile, swam overnight, and he got caught on the borders of the sea in Chile. Wait, huh. he swam from New York, yeah, to Chile, mm -hmm. like the country. Mm -hmm. So we had to not only, <laughs> not only did it start off false by saying uh, during slavery well, in nineteen ninety nine. Not only dude. is he on the wrong side of. Not just one continent, <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically two. You see what I mean? So wait, did he go like this? Like, wh where's Chile in South America? It's on the, on the um, if I remember correctly, it's on the bottom left-hand side. So he had to go yeah, all not, the he way. He had to completely circumnavigate not only yeah. North America, but the tip of South America. Yep. I find that hard to believe. Well, obviously. Oh, yeah, and go through the Gulf of Mexico. And maybe, yeah. maybe Goggins could do, do it. Do you see what I mean? No, no one can do that. Do you see what it I mean? It would be hard to sail that. Like, yeah. So apparently he got caught in Chile, and then they, you know what they were fucking, to, to make sure that everyone was on board and catching him, they started yelling, child, child, child. That was the end of the story. What? Yeah. And this was on Twitter. Yes. And people and genuinely, people genuinely I am talking about 
I saw white moms commenting on the shit. I've been trying to find it for the past day. Let's say it was true. Imagine <clears throat> swimming all that way, going through all that bullshit to get caught right at your end destination. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, apparently it's a real, like, obviously slaves existed in Chile, right? But... What the hell is an Afro-Chilean? That makes, like, the, the fact that that guy was memeing and people were believing it was just so mind-blowing. Well, you know, it's the internet these days. Okay, so... It's to be expected. Like, that guy had to make an update two days later and say, yo, I was kidding. <laughs> like, you can tell by the first line. Saying 1999. Say yeah. By the way, I provided no sources whatsoever. But you guys just believe me. Slavery in 1999. The, yeah. That, that, that first sentence had me dead. Could you imagine slavery when we were using dial-up? Yeah. Literally. Oh, they, had, <laughs> they were sponsored by AOL. Well, I mean, like, once like, again, we did have <coughs> slavery, but not in the form that we were, or that most Americans would think of. Mm -hmm. Traditionally I speaking. think people are just yeah. gullible. Ignorant, gullible. Really? <laughs> because, dude, I remember watching an interview. It was like a spoof interview where they interviewed just people off the street. And they're like, yeah. Do you know where Florida is on the U.S. map? Yeah. They like, had yeah, no they, idea. Yeah, and they're like, in the United States. And they're like, no, on the map. Right? They had no yeah. idea. Stupid. Stupid, dude. Or how many states are in, are in America? What is, can you search this up? What is the average IQ? Or no, what is the <laughs> IQ of the search? average American citizen? Can you search that up real quick, bro? Surely that, they have to have some funny. stats on this. <clears throat> yeah, there's definitely got to be stats. Uh, I, average IQ. 43. This no, is according dude. to Healthline, <laughs> if you trust them. For the average what? American, it's about 22. No, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want a real number. I want a real number. I'm trying to find. You had um, me. It is between... 100. Bullshit. No, no, I don't so, trust no, this. No, it's maintain a 100 average, and they only test it every couple... Psychologists revise the test every year or every few years in order to maintain 100 as the average. Most people, about 68%, have an IQ between 85 and 115. Only have a only a small fraction of people have a very low IQ below 70 or a very high IQ above 130. Hmm. 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 And the average IQ in the United States is 98, so we are below average. In terms of a test that really doesn't determine that much, in my opinion. Because I took one, and it said I have a 125 IQ, which I feel is bullshit. There's no well, way. What do you think you have? There's no way. Not 125, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he's more like 160. I'm more like no. in the 65. <laughs> more like, of like... That's where I feel comfortable. 250 range. Well, I feel like, dude, IQ tests, is, it, it depends on your day or your mood. Or what you're going through, how you're critically thinking that day, whatever it is, you well, know? Well, also, some of the tests are, it's, it's almost like, how does this determine how smart you are? I, I think, don't know, because you know what I think it, an IQ test is? It's the opposite of, are you autistic? Like, there's no, what? like, I'm you not, know, you know how there's like, you might be slightly autistic. Here's a fucking quiz for you. <laughs> and that's basically what an IQ test is. It's the opposite of that. You might be on the spectrum. Bit, Test it out. There's a bit more than a quiz that you need to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But like, you know those oh dumbass Lord. quizzes that you see online? Okay, here's a you question. You know what I'm talking here's about? Look at this. It's all like, I know. I walk into the doctor's and there's a 20 multiple choice quiz. They're like, oh yeah, you only got 14 out of 20, you might be autistic. <laughs> 
<laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> you, you, sir, are on the spectrum. That's not what I meant. The, what I meant was an IQ test is it, it, the, the way it measures you. <laughs> Your intelligence. Okay, if if somebody goes into an IQ test and they just think that it's pointless bullshit, does that mean they're high IQ or low IQ? That means they're high. (laughs) They immediately pass with 180. (laughs) What is this bullshit? It means you have an aversion to tests. That's what it means. Yeah. (laughs) No, uh, from the one I took, um, the majority of it, it wasn't like answering math questions per se. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, oh, find the square root of. 154 with the was it like pattern recognition shit yes it was primarily pattern recognition from the one that i took and a lot of it i i I don't know because the thing is when you're looking at the tests at least for me i'm like there's multiple patterns to be found here yeah so the question is if i choose one pattern over the other is that the smart or the dumb pattern I'm Which pr- is a really weird question you have to ask yourself in a test like I'm that. I'm pretty sure the reasoning behind IQ, like what they're trying to search for, is are you able to take a large amount of information, condense it, and then solve a problem with that information relatively quickly compared to most people? And I think that's actually what it is for yeah. the most part. Because one of them was, um, what's the next sequence? Mm-hmm. like, Or what's the next uh, move in the sequence was the question, right? And they presented like a uh, four by four grid of squares with an X running through them. And um, that made four triangles per square. Mm -hmm. And then each triangle was a different or sorry, each um, square had one specific triangle within it that was dark blue and every other one was white. Right. Or like a light gray, some shit like that. And so then it would change the triangle location within the square for every other square that you moved over right Mm. and then the last one was blank and you had to discern you had to like surmise how to find what the next sequence would be right oh so then when at least when i was taking it right i'm looking at it as okay i could just read it from line to line to line to line or sorry row to row to row right and then i could try to guesstimate what an answer would be or i could look at it column by column or maybe I'm supposed to read it diagonally. Or maybe I'm supposed to look at every other one. And like that'll actually make a complete photo or like a complete picture of like an actual the triangle making a full rotation around the square. Something like that, right? So my like I said earlier, there's so many avenues for you to go down in terms of what you feel is right. And that's the part that's a little bit up to opinion in in my mind. Because at least in that instance, right? Mm-hmm. You have you don't know what the answer is, so you have no means to prove if your method is better than another one in that instance, which mm-hmm. kind of feels feels like a cop out sometimes. Let's put it that way. Okay. Like, am I choosing the dumb path mm-hmm. or the right one? And that's just kind of that's my two cents about IQ yeah. tests, at least from my personal experience. I do not believe I have a one twenty five <laughs> IQ, not even close. I think I'm probably closer to the 115-ish, if if I had to guess, maybe lower. I don't know, right? Maybe, I mean... Or maybe I'm know. way higher than that. Maybe yeah. this test was just weird. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? Maybe you guys, when you take it, like, yeah. you'll get a friggin' buck 80. Just yeah, yeah. pure genius, unlike the world has ever seen. Yeah, just don't try. Yeah. I think it's stupid to just, like... I, I feel like there are people who just focus on IQ in, in terms of, like, whether you'll become a success or not. And I think that's just stupid logic. 
I feel like if you determine IQ or if you um, conflate success with IQ, you're going to run into some problems. Like, like sure. Yeah, go ahead. Because I'm sure both of you have met rather wealthy individuals who seem dumb on the outside, right? Yeah. They don't act accordingly as to how you think somebody in a wealthy position would act, right? Mm -hmm. But when you get them in to whatever flow or like whatever um, their area of expertise is within their field, right? Like maybe what they do is financial management, right? You talk to them outside of the office, they feel like an idiot. When you see them get into the office, full-blown genius, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like you can't mix or at least um, determine success based off of what your IQ is. Sorry, you were saying. Well, how about this search up? Because I know there are multiple versions of intelligence, so... Multiple so, versions sorry, of intelligence. Um, search up like the seven. Like, oh yeah, look this up. I know there's multiple forms no, no, of no. intelligence. Search up like the seven different kinds of intelligence. Yo, dude, this 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 episode has been one of the funniest to me. Because I know I, I know, know, I, know there's, I know there's IQ. There's I believe I don't know if spatial and kinesthetic are the same thing. Linguistic intelligence. That makes sense. And you know what? I was actually uh, sorry. I want to talk about something after this, but it relates heavily to this subject. Like for me, I I feel like bodily kinesthetic is one that I excel in, just because I play soccer competitively. You have to be in order to play at a high level. But so why is musical its own type of intelligence? Why isn't that linguistic? I feel like you could actually look at music as a language because yeah. it technically is. Yeah. Right. Because and there's a lot of different. Um, I mean, if you really want to get specific in terms of how you write on the um, staff, the notation for each type of uh, instrument can vary yeah. greatly. Right. Like you have treble clef, bass clef. Those are just kind of the generic ones that most people mm -hmm. think about. But then you have clefs that you write um, like violins for or. The drums like have their own entirely specific set of yeah. Symbols. It's like another dialect almost. Exactly yeah. right. It's like how, um, <clears throat> for example, when you learn English, there's obviously you can just learn English, right? Like the words that come along with it. Yeah. However, when you go to different areas of the country, it's spoken differently. fairly differently. Like when you go on down to the south, let me tell you, but let, yeah. let me tell you something on the on the low. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, the boy. Now, the boy. Here's the thing about Southern people. Yes. From my own experience, they uh, they uh, primarily like to take their time, think about what they're going to say. It's more of a methodical approach ah. to conversation. I kind of like. In fact, this it's actually Southern businessmen are usually so successful because their slow approach to negotiations has a huge advantage for them because it allows them to really think out each of their next word that mm -hmm. they're going to say, right? To get the maximum benefit, right? But when you come to California, dude, my guy, what yeah. is going my on, God. bro? My God. Bro, I'm so stoked to have, be Have here. you met somebody who actually speaks like yes. that? Yes. Interesting. Yes. All the, dude, I... If you haven't met somebody who speaks like that, maybe you Maybe I've not met one or two. Dude. Dude. I guarantee you, you have. Okay. Bro, you have to go to like, you got to go to like an, like an HB high school. Like, or like. Or do you have to go to, what's the one? Uh, go to like Anaheim Hills. Like that kind of. Anaheim Hills? RSM. Elisa no, Viejo. go to anywhere by the beach. Any, any, you'll yeah, find any one, dude, You'll find area. one in 10 minutes. I am <laughs> telling you, dude. everyone in Anaheim Hills speaks like that for some damn reason. Really? Yeah. 
Like they'd be like, "Hey oh. man, have a good day." And they'd be like, "Thank you, my guy." You know a perfect place to. Hear Thank that? you, my guy. Where do we live, dude? <laughs> we live in the suburbs. You know the the perfect place to hear people talk like that. Santa Barbara. I think oh, that was the one yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, about. that's especially a good one. more specifically, Isla Vista, bro. There's I so many. Immediately pictured sourdough bread, but that's Boudin, San Francisco, baby. Really? Oh yeah. Damn, I was thinking been, of Santa Barbara for some reason. Have you ever been there before, the Boudin factory in San nope. Francisco? Nope. Never been to San Francisco in general, dude. Dude, their stores so, smell amazing. I'm not a fan San, of Hills. Their sourdough messes me up, but... San Francisco, mm-hmm. pre-COVID? Beautiful. And pre the huge homelessness surge? Yeah. Really cool. And in fact, the city itself is really beautiful, in my opinion. Like, I'm not a city guy. I don't really enjoy cities. And the layout of it is horrendous. It makes no... There should not be that many people living there. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yes. Right? Just going up those huge hills. They're hills you wouldn't want to walk up, right? Like, it's yeah. just so steep, so ridiculous, no parking, all that shit, right? But I will say, though, there is something magical. Like, when you're on one of the hilltops or you're in, like, one of their higher-up public parks, or if you're lucky enough to be in somebody's house or mm-hmm. apartment that's higher up, and you can see over the buildings, it's genuinely gorgeous. Like, it's a really pretty... I've never been. Yeah, I feel like... view, at least. I feel like San Francisco, the way I picture it, is that the Chilled Cow YouTube channel would have, like, a, like a background image of it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the American version of that. Because mm-hmm. I think Chilled Cow is a... It's like a... It's a Japanese, Japanese uh, kind of vibe. Americanized it, Japanese. Or is vibe. it like the Europe kind of vibe? It, well, that's the thing. It's Americanized. So what they did was they made it like it looks like multicultured. It's not just one thing. And you know what? Can I, can I uh, throw us off of this different types of intelligence for a moment? You may. I would like to come back to it, though, because I was talking to somebody about something very interesting earlier today. But Sure, sure. I have a problem. Yes, you do. I have many. As I'm sure you and all of you at home know. (laughs) We all have a problem. I have a problem with modern American architecture. And primarily when it comes to city planning. It is horrendous. You know what what my first problem is? Mm -hmm. There's not much of it to begin with. In my opinion. Okay. Because I see other countries. You know what my problem is? What? It's not aesthetic at all. It's just ugly. Yes. For the most part. It's outdated. It's outdated, and also the new stuff just is like, yeah. it, it feels like a, like, how do I even describe this? Uh, it feels like um, going into the doctor's office. Like when you walk into um, like a, a modern McDonald's, right? Yeah. Like when you walked into a McDonald's uh, in the early 2000s, or I imagine for every, the 90s kids out there in the mm-hmm. 90s, it was a trippy place. It really was. Or like Taco Bell in the 80s. That is such an aesthetic. Like, it is mm-hmm. just the design, the color scheme, the way the restaurant was laid out. It's, yeah. it's a vibe. It was a thrill like, theme. And I know the word vibe is overused so much. So rather, it created a general sense of aesthetic and enlightenment, but not in the terms yeah. of like philosophical, but like it makes elevated. It makes very nostalgic substance in your brain, almost. Exactly. Like, I feel like I would never remember Taco Bell today. No. Like when I'm 50. I will, <laughs> I'm not going to be I will like, not care. because No, I will like still remember the 80s. Office. Yeah. Yeah. The 90s. Feels, feels At least like, for McDonald's back in like the 90s, it, it felt fun. It yes. did. Remember they had the Nintendo games? Yeah. Dude, like what? And then you, you had the option of going down the giant slide too with the ball pit. Are you well, they kidding still me? Well, that, but I mean like I'm talking about the inside. It, it just feels the, like you go it's into the details. The, it feels like a dentist's office. Yeah. 
Like, for example, when we went into, uh, what is it called? Not Flame Broiler, the... Uh, Waba? Waba. When we went into Waba, remember I was talking to you about that? Like, these feel yeah. like clip art that you just got off of all the images of yeah. canvas. It's super nice and, like, really clean, but it's just, like, all canvas, yeah. Google stock I photos. think it's just one-dimensional. Like, every every uh, modern-day restaurant tries to copy that. Exactly. And it's it's kind of a problem because there's no individuality anymore. Yeah. And you know what? You even felt it when we went over to, like, uh, Colorado, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely Boulder and Denver have their own particular feel to them. But, like, mm -hmm. when you go into more renovated areas, it just feels like the same thing as here. Yeah. Or, like, the same thing <clears throat> in um, Utah. The same thing in uh, mm -hmm. uh, Nevada. It's just all... It's just weird. No, I don't, like, I don't think... It's weird. too corporate. Like, there's no yeah. personal touch in it's it. It's one for all. It's like, it's like opening a Starbucks in every corner. Like, they all look the same. I don't think people appreciate how much uh, environment plays an impact on like psychology and how you feel. Yeah. Well, that's why we are here to help you guys because we are all about environment. And that's why we're starting Aesthetics. the 2 a.m. city planning. Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine? Might as well. Let's go. We're going to fix L.A. We're going to make Dude, LA we'll die before that even happens. We're going to make L.A. a place you want <clears throat> to yeah. kick it. Yeah, but modern day architecture, I feel like it's not, it's not even a thing because a lot of people that are architects just move into interior design and just call it a day. And then it's the same buildings with different interiors. And it's also like there's a lot of architects and engineers that design things that are incredibly beautiful. Yeah, but they never and pass. No, because it's either going to cost too much money or, or the engineers practical. would have to play a part and say, hey, this does not work technically according to physics. Yeah. Or whatever. But... Or, or it would cost too much if we, yeah. I don't I know. It's just like I when we were in, um, or when I was in San Francisco not too long ago, I gonna bring it up again i was walking through the city like the uh the wharf area right it's mm -hmm. like super touristy all that jazz but really rich in culture and history like for that primary area and especially for californian history like there's a lot of gold rush stuff that was going on through their trades and whatnot but this is gonna sound so lame <laughs> just thinking about it sounds dumb to me but it's like we're walking just down the street normal and i look to my left and there's this like entire area where it just looks like there's a street that goes down and then it goes it turns into cobblestone after a point and then there's a building that's blocking off this big space like right in the middle right yeah. and it's not parking or designated for anything it's just a big empty space in between buildings right and then underneath Sorry, if you kept going down that one road, it took you under this beautiful brick archway that felt like it was straight out of Europe, <laughs> like straight out of Paris. Totally got a flashback from it and the cobblestone and everything. And there was a dude there just kicking back underneath the archway. There was two dudes talking over on the cobblestone like area that I was describing. It's not really a parking lot. It is and it isn't. But it, they were just having a good conversation. And I'm like, we don't have spaces like that here. Yeah, we in don't. California. Yeah. Like, you have to go to really old cities. Like, you have to go down, or you have to go to, like, San uh, San Luis Obispo, slow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you got to go to specific areas of Santa Barbara, maybe some areas over by San Diego and some other little spots up the coast. But we don't have, like, that cool architecture anymore. Yeah. It's just, it's so bland. And you know what? That is an important point to bring up. It, it plays a huge I factor. I feel like on that comes with history, though, too. Does yeah. it not? And I'm not saying we shouldn't 
build new buildings. In fact, I genuinely think we need a huge overhaul in infrastructure. But while we're doing that, yeah. can we make it a little bit nicer? Let's, yeah. let's beautify the area, please. Yeah, come on. I mean, it's the most expensive plot yeah. of real estate of anywhere in the world. Yeah. Or some I, of the most expensive it's plots. It's like, like, imagine growing up and you've, like, you got your room when you were born, right? And then you started customizing it. And it took you two years to customize it fully. And then you grew up in that room, and then you turned 43, and you're still in the same fucking room. <laughs> well, th Nothing that's, has changed. That's the point I'm like, making. you got to spice it up, dude. And that's what architecture is doing. It makes this place, like, revisitable. Well, we mean, like, the renovations they are making are Garbage? radically uninspired. Yeah. The, I, well, just, like you said, it's corporate. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just like it's a blueprint that everyone follows, and everything's regulated. There's a lot of things about this country that I disagree with, obviously. <laughs> like we all that do. we all disagree. Yeah, but um, the freedom, the freedom of, of like, hey, look, according to science, this works. Why the hell are we regulating this shit? You know, you don't want it. Why? Because we got another corporation above us. Because I said no. It is true, though. That's America is that mom. I said no. Why? Because I said so. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Getting My back bad. to except you can't move out. Types of intel intelligence. I want to throw it back again. Yes. So at least according to this list in front of us, which seems to be kinesthetic, it seems to be uh, similar to other lists that are in front of us. Yeah. Right. We got spatial, which is visualizing the world in three D. Naturalist, understanding living things uh, and reading into nature trends. Musical, discerning sounds from their pitch, tone, rhythm, and timbre. Uh, logical, mathematic, uh, you can figure that one out yourself. Uh, existential, tackling the questions of why we live and why we die. Um, interpersonal, sensing people's feelings and motives. Body, uh, bodily kinesthetics, coordinating your mind with your body. Linguistic, finding the right words to express what you mean, and then intrapersonal, understanding yourself, what you feel, what you want. Yeah. Okay, so I know that I know that we all have a, a mix of all of these things. Mm -hmm. Different levels. But for, okay, Logan, what would you what would you say your biggest one is out of out of this whole list? Because because I'm convinced bodily kinesthetic is mine. That's my like, that's the creme de la creme for my for my personality. I'd probably say existential. Really? Not musical? No. Okay. Well, yes, I would say existential over musical, but no to mm. the musical. Okay. Yeah. What about mm. you? Honestly, my strongest probably have to be interpersonal. Really? See, I, I had different answers for you guys. What, what did you mean? I thought I thought he was spatial. Well, no. No disrespect, but like... I mean, I looked at it, I, I thought no. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> No disrespect. I, I just, to show wait, hold on. What if I wa what you? if I was spatial? No, yeah. no, for you, I would have thought it was. Maybe you should take an IQ test to figure. I it thought out. it was interpersonal or intrapersonal. It was hmm. one or the other for you. And then for Zaid, I was going to say, yeah, probably bodily kinesthetic as well. And then for me, it, I was tying between logical, mathematical, and existential. And the only reason I picked existential is because. When it comes to upper level mathematics, it's not my forte. So, I didn't even know ex ex existential intelligence was a thing. Well, it's I I feel like existential intelligence is 
weirdly enough, probably one of the most important on this list. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and that, I agree. Like it says, tackling the questions of why we live and why we die. Yeah, if you have that, dude, you're 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 in a clear headspace to do whatever the hell you want on this list. Yeah, <laughs> which is Straight which up. is why I feel sad for people who like when you ask, for example, what is the point of life? A lot of people just look at that question and just be like, who gives a shit? Just go about your day. Yeah. But I think it's a very important question because that's where you understand your motives. It's where you understand maybe your strengths, a whole bunch of other things. And I have um, what most would view as a pessimistic view on what's the point of life. But to me, it's not pessimistic. It's just, it's one how it is. And in a sense, it's actually more optimistic than mm -hmm. anything else. Right. And if in terms of uh, why we live or what's the point of life, man? Why are we even here? Right like, like, uh, the reason you're here is because you got lucky. Yeah. You know the odds of you existing, period? I mean, there was a long period of time before your consciousness was allowed to exist, and there's going to be a radically long, longer period of time that your consciousness isn't allowed to exist, at least in the state that we can identify it, right? Yeah. Why do I even say that? Mm -hmm. The point is, there is no point. And that's the pessimistic sounding part, right? But the only reason life really matters is the point that you assign to it. Mm -hmm. That's the I optimistic agree. part. Yeah. So if you choose to be a sad, a sad sack, sad sit around boy. all day feeling like, oh, there's no point. <laughs> life is existential. That's, that's what the like, Twitter realm would call the black pill. I asked, like, I asked for extra mustard. They put extra ketchup. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> It's like, here's the thing. Just what? Yeah. You don't know what happens after this. And I don't mean you specifically, and I don't mean you specifically. I mean you specifically. No, oh, my kidding. God. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> no, you don't know what happens after. Yeah. You don't. So. I think that's the beauty of given it. Given the fact that you don't know what happens, why are you going to risk the one chance you get at something that you know exists, at least in the current state that you inhabit, right? Which is living on Earth as a human being. Mm -hmm. Why would you risk that being a bad experience or as bad as it could be in order for the hopes that maybe it might work out for you or maybe it might be all over? But at the same time, if you choose to just live your life through poor choices, what kind of example or rather what kind of consciousness are you determining that you have, right? Because if, you, if you're a spiritual type of person, right, and you believe that your consciousness or whatever you want to call it, your soul transcends and moves on to whatever the next state is, wouldn't you want that to be the best version of you that you can? I have an answer as to why. I think, I think most people are addicted to negative emotions. Well, yeah. yeah, the bear also shits in the woods, but it's like... Well, you say that, but a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think that, oh, you know, I was just stricken down with this depression or anxiety or whatever you want to call it. And they don't realize that they're, give, they're making the choice to think about whatever given situation they're in as a negative one. Well, I wasn't talking about depression or suicidal tendencies. I meant more along the lines of like, um, I don't know, buying AMC stock right now. It's tanking. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. The hedge funds are probably going to get that one. <laughs> I meant stuff like that or, um, you know, going down, <clears throat> maybe just being like a heroin user or better, even worse. Being a Karen, like that can. Karen's pretty bad. And dude. not being somebody named Karen, but demonstrating the traits that are practiced by people who stereotypically fall under exactly. the category umbrella of. Let me speak Karen. to you, Karen. 
ain't so Karen, Karen, boy. Karen ain't Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Karen ain't Karen. That's true. That's, That's true. for damn sure. She yeah. doesn't care how you feel. Exactly. But once again, bring it back to intelligence. And you're going to get excited about this, right? So I was talking to somebody earlier today, and he's in the renewable energy field. Like uh, He works in solar and also has his own um, fertilizer company, hmm. right? And he was discussing to me about mycelial networks underneath our feet, right? And um, Interesting. He was just describing, he's like, yeah, like, you know um, how all the plants communicate with each other and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're talking about the mycelial networks, right? And he's like, yeah, you know, and we started having a back and forth about it, how I believe underneath every step, if you're like in the woods or something like that, right, out, out in nature that hasn't been totally annihilated. Underneath every step, I believe there's like, is it 20... Is it 20 miles of mycelial network that could be stretched out? Like Some insane number. The, the width of a thread. Like if you bundled it all up into a spool, right, of one thread, it would be the equivalent of like 20 miles underneath every footstep that you take. So wow. Some crazy amount, right? Yeah. And it turns out these mycelial networks are underneath your feet as a means for the plants to communicate. Because what the mycelium does is it acts like a huge brain for all of the plants, right? And all of the plants are individual sensors, right? So think of the mycelium, which, by the way, mycelium is kind of just a... We're speaking about fungus. There you go. It's a form of fungus that doesn't necessarily sprout into a mushroom, but rather has like an interconnected web throughout the dirt, right? Mm -hmm. It helps the earth breathe, and it helps uh, transition water to certain areas that require it. Yeah, because the last time right. I checked, that is life, too. Yes. That's, that is a form yeah. of intelligence, yeah. right? Yeah, is life. Like, for example, forest fire starts... And this is like, let's say way before even people came around, this was probably a more effective system when they could actually do its job properly. But mm -hmm. foyer, oh, foyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's the foyer. Forest fire starts. And um, those trees that are getting burned are sending signals through the network saying, yo, we are on fire. We need water now. Like, this is a problem. So other trees will actually send water through these mycelial networks mm -hmm. and nutrients and stuff over to the trees that aren't burning but trees that are close to the trees that are burning. Which is insane when you think about it. Which is a means of they're trying to build up like a water network or like in a sense of how, um, what is that practice that firemen do where they cut down uh, trees? Like they, or they, they burn a line of the forest before. So, controlled? Oh, controlled? Controlled burns? Yeah. Is it a controlled burn? I, I think so. Do you know what I'm saying? It's they. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's training. Yeah, it's a, it's a means to control the blaze and like yeah. which direction it travels and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then these plants can do it by themselves. Plants also have a means of communication. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you are aware of this. Asides from that mycelial network, it's believed that plants scream mm -hmm. when they're damaged. Actually, they let out a shriek, which you can, <laughs> which you can record, Blessed. but we can't hear because it's outside of our spectrum of hearing. This is a problem for vegans and plant-based plant -based people. Yeah. Which that's ironically something- What are they gonna eat, air? That's something... Are they going to get sun sunlight? Mm, you eat death. That's what happens because you're not going to be alive tomorrow because you're drinking the fish's water too. The fish's <laughs> oxygen, dude. You want to hear something weird? The fish's air. <laughs> it's, um, it's up for debate right now if it was an evolutionary yeah. trait or not that the reason that we hear between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz or 20,000 hertz is solely because if we heard 
the plants screaming like or i call it screaming but you know overwhelming they release they emit a noise right yeah it would be the worst experience on planet earth just hearing these high-pitched shrills around you 360 all day long (laughs) so some some people believe people being scientists (laughs) evolutionary biologists believe that (laughs) are the only reason that we're limited to this spectrum of hearing is to help us out I think that's a serious problem for vegans, dude. Most of them don't know that. Yeah, that's true. But I, at the same time, they're aware that what they're eating is alive. And I feel like for most vegans, the argument is it doesn't have a brain in the traditional sense that a cow does, so it helps them sleep better at night. Yeah, they'll little try to rationalize know, it. Little do they know they actually have the biggest brain of anything on the planet. So with that logic, we can basically have a human body extract the brain and just be like, oh, there you go. So you're not a cannibal now because... What? They're not alive anymore. Dude. The brain's gone. <laughs> Come on. That no, logic doesn't make any sense the, to just me. Just the fact that yeah. the brain's there, like in that form, right? Yeah. That's that's where they draw the line. But well, this guy raised an interesting question. We could just attach neurons to a brain and then attach it to the fucking uh, plants, and then. How deep are you going right now? I don't know. We can go well, deep. They already dude. have their neurons. Go... Bro. That's the mycelium. <laughs> we network. can go six feet in ground. <laughs> what was this question? Yeah. No, his question, and in fact, it wasn't really a question. It was actually like something he was trying to pose to me as a means of like, yo, can you tell me if this is ethically wrong? Right? Because he's a vegan and um, no disrespect, <laughs> but he raised yeah. a valid point, right? He's like, I like eating mushrooms. You know, he's like big shiitake, big whatever. You know, he likes them. He takes the Paul Stamets, yeah. the um, lion's mane, all the cordyceps, stuff like that. He's a fan. But given the fact that they have such a high level of intelligence and the fact that the way that they process information is incredibly similar to humans and they're also in terms of in terms of um, like how we associate or the genie the genealogy of mushrooms mm-hmm. right is actually fairly similar to that of humans like we share a good amount of dna with mushrooms that's crazy mm-hmm. which is weird right yeah. He said, is it morally wrong as a vegan for me to consume something that's so intelligent? Because the way he also looks at the plant situation is the reason that the plants operate so well is because of the mycelium. So he doesn't feel as bad about the plants. Mm-hmm. I would say no. Because why, do, why does morality have to play a part here? Why do, why do we have to speak about it from that's, a moral perspective? Because that's what veganism is all about is morality. That's literally well, yeah, the sure, reason but, why it exists. I mean, if you they feel bad eating if you cows. take it far enough, okay, you can't eat cows, you can't eat any mammals. Uh, so the next you can't is, eat crickets or any bugs. So then you can't live. That's final step. Actually, you know what? I should make a correction. I don't believe this guy is a full blown vegan because he does eat like bottom feeders in forms of like shellfish, um, scallops, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Because those things are so damn dumb. They are literally yeah. just a filter. So he doesn't feel like he's killing anything mm-hmm. as intelligent as like a pig or a cow, for instance, right? I mean, he's like, I still feel bad eating them. But at the same time, if they're locally sourced and it's sustainable farmed and he knows the people specifically who made it. And ideally, he could actually go out and get them with him, yeah. right? The guy who farms them. He doesn't have a problem with it. Which I thought was an interesting perspective because he's taking the moral or the moral debate about it to a level that actually makes sense to me. I feel like he's taking a normal approach, not an extreme one. 
he's making he's taking an approach where it's like listen i don't want to eat anything that i deem is of a higher intelligence right so when you eat things like a bottom feeder or like like a uh, scallop for instance all they do is filter shit mm -hmm. you know they literally just filter sand and try to get food out of that nutrients right yeah or like plants without the mycelial network they're not as intelligent so with these mushrooms is what he's doing by eating them technically wrong from his perspective. And in my mind, I kind of have to say, yeah. I know you disagree, but you have I, to understand I don't it's because his morality. Okay, I, I, can get, I can get it. At the same time, you have to understand that in order for something to live, another thing has to die. It's just whether you, whether you eat a cow, whether you, you eat shellfish... Sure, they might not be able to feel as much as a cow, but you know that's where you get into the whole discussion of yeah, we want to ethically raise the animals that we consume. Yeah, but I think people just—they're not willing to understand that something has to die in order for you to survive. No, I think they understand that they just don't like it, so they choose the thing that has the least amount of blood in it. <laughs> okay, guess. and then well, you'll go down the vegan route. I think of it as uh, as a, a religion, dude. If you're vegan, it's a, it's a part of your religion. It does feel it like a, a religious practice. It's, a, it's an almost. inner belief, dude. It's yeah. just like, you know, it's kind of like, don't talk about my prophet, bro. It doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I agree. <clears throat> it's kind of like that. It's just an, it's an inner structure. It's not really something you control, but you can become desensitized to, in a sense, if you steer away from it for a long time. And you can argue whether that inner structure is healthy or unhealthy. It, I mean, it, it, it won't. I have nothing to say about that. But <laughs> I'm a fan of oysters, though. So Oysters? Yeah. He's a big oyster guy. Big zinc guy. Yeah, oysters. This man will buy a tin of sardines and munch on them. Casual snack. Yeah, dude. I remember I walked into the stew once. It smells like... And I was like, dude, I was like... Dude, it smells like... <sighs> What does it smell? Don't be a pussy, know? dude. And I was like, dude, it smells like shit in here. Kid, did you throw away your trash? He's like, yeah, I just threw it out. I'm like, what the hell? And I look on the freaking table, and there's just a can of sardines. Yeah. People confuse Why sardines with anchovies in, in context of the smell. Anchovies they, are the real... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. They both smell terrible. <laughs> sorry, pardon me. They're both bad. <laughs> sardines? Say what you want. I'm getting my omega-3s. <laughs> hey, fool, I'm sardining. Yeah, you, can, you can get your omega-3s. I'm not going to stop you, but I am going to say, <laughs> if you're going to open one of those bad boys, take that shit outside. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Intelligence. Intelligence square is key to living. So we know why Zade thinks bodily kinesthetic is his forte. We understand that, and we kind of got a glimpse into why I believe my existential. Well, he's an athlete intelligence yes is my my area right why do you feel was it intrapersonal or interpersonal for you for me yeah honestly it's to mix her both it's it's i know myself well enough for me to know you as well and your intentions and so interpersonal interpersonal i mean but my would, core i don't know dude intra how do you guys see me? I see it as intra, more so lately, but I have always been interpersonal. I feel like intra is your. I would say upon first one. meeting you, I would say interpersonal, which is the communication with uh, others or sensing other people's emotions, stuff like that. I would say knowing you now to the extent that I do, I would say intra personal. Mm -hmm. The inter stems from the intra. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, okay, we could stick to intra personal. Actually, you know what? I don't know if interpersonal relationships stem from intra personal. Because I know a lot of people that don't know shit about themselves, but they are really good in social situations. Well, yeah, that's because they're escaping something. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe not. Hmm. But here's the thing is that if you're like that naturally and you work on yourself and you figure out yourself and what you want, what your desires are, what your passion is, everything, right? You only become a better version of interpersonal. That's Yeah. I think that was more of the logic I was going down. What do you mean? Oh, like uh, like you sense that too? Kind of? Like if you like... have a good relationship with yourself, your relationship with other people is going to improve. Yeah. What's interesting is we chose almost, Saeed and I chose almost exact opposites. Yeah. You chose the, the intrapersonal and I chose the existential and then Zaid chose the one that was right in between the two of us, which was bodily kinesthetic. Which is why, if you think about it, that's the way we're sitting right now. <laughs> Dude, that's trippy. That is fucking trippy. <laughs> oh my god. If you guys are watching point. if you guys are not oh. watching this, you need to watch this YouTube video and just look Existential at Existential is basically sitting. where he sits. Yeah. Bodily kinesthetic is where I sit and intra is where he sits. Literally that's according weird. to the graph of the types of intelligence. That's insane. One of those moments where you peer behind the matrix. And that's why we look at each other. But the a thing lot. is if you go to a different nine types of intelligence, it would be I'm the natural, Zade's the musical, and you're the <laughs> yes. existential. <laughs> Dude, we should just like take uh, roles one day. Oh wait, no it's not. It's the inverse of the other one. Right? Like if you completely um I think it is, yeah, I think it is the inverse. If you spun this image 180 degrees, it would still be the same thing. Mhm. I would be existential. Oh, yeah. That is wow. Weird. That is weird. That is very That's bizarre. Funny. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> if she breathe, she's a thought. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> All women are queens. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> what else do you guys want to brush up on? Yeah. Are, are all women queens? No, I'm kidding. Let's not go there. Of course, dude. <laughs> huh? Women are not. Queens. Just prove to me you're a woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You What's know what? going not on? Not all ours. women are queens, and not all men are kings. Yes, that's very true. Yeah, you have to earn your label. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if we're being historically accurate, yeah. technically speaking, <laughs> the most inbred people on the planet would be the kings and queens. But yep. Statistically speaking, you know, back in the day, dude. You know. Yeah, I know how exactly how it is, dude. Do you I guys know, know how it is? I'm not a king. I'm not royalty. I do not deserve the title. Of being dubbed king in my mind. Your highness. It's like, um, for example, you know, you know when you hear, um, like, for example, you hear really bad relationship advice, which is along the guise of like, um, you should treat your husband like a king or you should treat your wife like a, like a queen or a princess. Mm -hmm. No, I would like to politely disagree. Don't treat me like a king. Because it's going to be one or two things, right? For me personally, it's going to make me really suspect and self-conscious along the lines of like, I get that she's doing a nice thing for me, mm -hmm. but why is she doing so many nice things for me? You know, because people have been in a relationship for an extended period of time, right? After a while, you're kind of just in the groove, right? You're just feeling it out. You, you know what's up. Mm -hmm. You know how the other person would react to something, right? So if they're just nice to you 24-7, 365, one, I, I would just start to feel bad after a while, yeah. right? Because, like, you're not reciprocating enough. 
And two, it's like, is there something going on that I'm not aware of? Yeah, you'll start making problems. That's yeah. what will happen. Someone will. Mm, you right. can't just be nice. 365, seven days a week, 24 hours. You can be pleasant 365 days out of the year. I, I genuinely believe that. You could be pleasant yeah. if you want to, but that's a hard life to live. And you could be angry at someone with respect. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah just, isn't that the relation or the nature of a relationship you yeah, iron you're, out? You're going to fight. You're going to have to iron it out. You're going to have to know when to take breaks. Sometimes it's not even the right time or appropriate time to have a fight. Yeah, so that's so a, you got to play it off. That's actually a big topic in of itself. Yeah, you know, you got to play it off until you get home before you fucking. No, like kidding. I think Are one thing we can agree on. Yeah, before before you pound that before steak you, before, before you beat your meat because you got into a fight with your girl. <laughs> you sleeping on the couch yeah. tonight, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too funny. But yeah, I don't know, man. Anyway, the, <laughs> <laughs> the mercy jerk. That was good. That was good. She's mad at me. Yeah. I'm going to go somewhere. You know why she was <laughs> mad at you, though? Because you fucked up. No. No. Because, because you don't you... listen to the 2AM podcast. That's exactly you, why. God, money. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better yes. myself. Would you mm. like me to conclude this? Yes, please, sir. All right, can. everybody. You know the drill. No, you don't. Well, you either. know what? Maybe they don't. So That's why he's about to explain them. <laughs> The 2 a.m. podcast. That's how you're going to find us on a lot of different social media po- uh, platforms and outlets such as Twitter, Instagram, and uh, other things such as Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, CastBox. You go check them out. And especially where you should definitely give us some love on YouTube over at Officially 2 a.m. Not only can you listen to these beautiful voices, but you can also watch these beautiful faces. And then maybe. You can get a conversation going down in the comments. We read them all. We'd oh, love to yeah. interact with you. Get your opinion on any of the stupid stuff we say during this episode. And let us know how we did, how we can improve, <laughs> where we can go from here. Yes. And you know what? With that being said, you guys uh, want to say anything else before we close out? I think that's good. We will see you on episode number 74. Mm. Stay tuned. 74. Two, three, four. Peace. Peace. Oh, wait, can we get that one more time? Okay, fine. Kiss my ass. A one, two, two. a one, two, three, four. Peace. 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 Later. Peace.